everybody. It's Nicole Sanchez, host of the Construction Influencer Podcast. I'm so excited to welcome you to another season. This podcast is all about leadership and culture, two topics that I'm very passionate about. My first guests of this season are Jennifer Vasquez, Vice President of Business Development and Corporate Communication at CW Driver, and Lori O'Keefe, President of Moss Companies. Listen in as they share their experiences on leading a culture of empowerment. When we learn from one another, we have an opportunity to improve. When we improve as leaders, our teams improve and our companies improve. Everybody wins. Our guests today are two highly influential and powerful leaders, Jennifer Vasquez and Lori O'Keefe. Jennifer is the Vice President of Business Development and Corporate Communication. She was nominated for 2020 Woman of Influence and 2021 Women in Business. Lori is the president of Moss Companies, a very reputable construction management program management firm in Orange County. Ladies, welcome. Thank you. In business, it's easy for us to measure performance. We have goals that we can measure on sales goals, revenue goals, all of the stuff that we can easily pull a report and say, hey, this is how we're doing. Culture is a little bit different. So, Laura, I'm going to start with you and ask you, how do we measure culture? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's really easy to look at numbers and figures and, you know, see how we're doing. Um, But culture is such a different thing, and it's so unique, not only to each company, but each team, um, locations, and you can get down so granular. Um, I think, you know, at a really high level, for me, you can feel that your culture is strong and in the place you want it to be when, you know, I picture we're really all rowing in the same direction and really you feel the momentum and the Mm -hmm. synergy Mm -hmm. um, because you're all aligned behind the same vision and goals Mm -hmm. um, and really embracing the same values as a group. Um, And you just feel it when it's happening. I feel like the whole team just clicks and you're driving each other forward. Uh, making each other stronger and better um, and really pulling everybody's strengths yeah, um, so in that, the same direction. That true intuition of just knowing like we're all in sync here mm-hmm. and I feel like we're all going in the same direction. Yep. Things and are that's clicking. that's the tricky part about culture because a lot of times it's just how we feel, mm-hmm. right? So I'm going to ask you the same question. How do we measure culture? I think here we measure culture by our communication. Are we communicating effectively? Do we have that trust? And I think the true test of a company's culture is when things aren't going well, when Mm -hmm. you are struggling. Mm -hmm. And that's when you know, are we communicating? Do you trust me that I'm, that we're all rowing in the same direction? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then once we get out of that, it's fun. People are having fun. People want to be here. People are engaged. Um, because we went through those hard times, we're better off. Um, so our culture is a lot stronger. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you bring up communication and I think that is so that that could be a topic on its own to talk about because in communication, I think there's two, there's really important things that come out of that. And that's just with clarity. But if we're not really intentional about what we're communicating with, with real purpose and clarity, then, then we can even get into a position where the culture could be impacted because we're not communicating with clarity. You talked about trust and we say, you know, to trust people, but to trust them also means to communicate with 
concise mm-hmm. direction on where we want them to go. Right. So I think from a just a practical application standpoint for listeners, because culture is hard to get a pulse on, it is more of like a intuitive. Yeah. And I think the can't, I was going to say when you were talking about communication is getting to a point with that trust where your team is candid and that you as a leader allow that candidness to come through because that's where you really can gauge where are we hitting it and where are we missing? But only when you've got that trust and that foundation that, you know, folks know you, you really do actually want to hear where we're missing and then you guys can dive in on that. And I think that's, that's another way to gauge how are we doing? Because like you said, especially over the last couple of years, we've mm-hmm. all been through a lot, right? And getting folks to share where where it's tough. And, and I think that's a good way to measure. If you're having those tough conversations, mm-hmm. means you've got you've got some real open dialogue going. Yeah, I mean, that's the, the ability to be authentic with each mm-hmm. other. And that's not always as easy as it sounds. So, Sometimes it can be really difficult to get team members to be able to get to that level where they feel comfortable being authentic. So, but it's important, right? It's when the good stuff happens, honestly. How do you do that? I think, like you said, building the trust is the first and that's so easy to say, but that comes through time and working through the tough stuff together. And when you see those folks are are pushing through and rowing with you, Mm -hmm. I think it starts to build. It takes time. Mm -hmm. It does take time. Well, and even with the employee surveys, I think that's a good judge of our intuition mm-hmm. when we see the surveys and we're able to look, I, I knew that person felt that way, or I'm going to pick up the phone and ask them what they meant. You know, if it's some of our, our surveys, um, we do the best places to work for mm-hmm. all of our regions and they're eye opening sometimes. And sometimes we're right on, you know, we're right on the money. We're communicating effectively. They know the direction the company is going and they trust, they trust that we're going in the direction Mm -hmm. that we said we're going to. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think, um, you know, I think we all feel like we have this strong intuition and that solidifies it when we can hear it from our employees. Absolutely. And then the action, it sounds like, I mean, you kind of touched on that as just hearing it is one thing, but then showing them that you're asking because you're going to do something right. about it, the yeah. follow through of yes. it. Execution. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. It's just as important. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you can impact culture on the negative side of it too. If mm-hmm. you're saying, oh, we're going to be doing this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and it no. never gets done. Right. Then They'll you stop get talking. This. Yeah. Then they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you've been saying this for how many years and nothing's done. So when we execute it's because we care about the feedback. We want to know how people feel because we're going to do something about it if action needs to be taken. Or right. maybe we're doing some great things and we mm-hmm. just continue to do those things. But you bring up, a, a you, you've said trust a few times, um, which in the whole topic of this, which is empowerment, trust is such a key factor in empowering our teams. Mm-hmm. So as we talk about empowering our teams, um, I would love to hear from both of you on what are ways that you empower your team. And Lori, I'll start with you. What are ways that you empower your team members? Um, And I think it's interesting because our companies are obviously really different sizes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this might have some good, um, good different lenses on it. You know, we have about 40 people and some of the firms we compete with are, are much, much larger, right? And people that a lot of times end up coming to us, it's because they really want to be in a place where their voice and their ideas are heard and able to be executed. And in a smaller firm, that's just, as we all know, it's a little bit easier to navigate. And so I think 
you know, building that culture of we want your ideas, not only, you know, do we want them, we're going to run with them and that it's, it's a small enough place where your ideas, if you come motivated and excited to contribute, we're not only embracing it, that's, that's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, also we're an ESOP, mm-hmm. so we're a hundred percent employee owned. So everybody that is at Moss is an owner, right? Stake in the game. They got skin in the game. Yeah. And so of course, if we don't empower each other, you know, we're only as good as, is our weakest person and we're all really in it together. Right. So I think embracing those ideas and attracting people who want to, to work in that way, who want to kind of push the envelope and and drive the business forward is, is the best way we do it. And we've, we've been able to draw those people in and then they draw more people like them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And in a minute, we'll talk a little bit more about that because that is a really critical component to culture in general. But I do have a couple of questions on attracting the right people, Mm -hmm. you know, to join the company. So we'll talk about that in just a bit. But do you have any examples of when you knew that you empowered a team member and what the result of that was? So I, when I was promoted to vice president, I've empowered my director of marketing to just take on the responsibilities that I had. And I think with that comes a little hesitation. Uh Like, what if I'm not going to do it the same way? What if it's not going to be successful? But just seeing her really feel empowered. Okay, Jennifer, trust me to do this. And she's knocked it out of the park. I mean, Mm -hmm. from day one. And again, that's that trust, the communication. This is everything I know, that knowledge transfer. Because I think people forget they haven't been in all the meetings you've been in. They don't understand why you're doing certain things. So being able to sit there and dedicate the time to them um, to make sure they succeed, I, mm-hmm. I think that's that's empowerment. Yeah, absolutely. So what you said about, I think, all of us, leader, not leader, just human behavior is for us to, if, if something needs to be done, it's like that mentality of like, I'm just going to do it because I know that it will be done. Like if we think that our way is the only right way to get things done, we're actually the obstacle in our businesses to get them to go to the next level. A lot of times we do think that because we've done things a certain way or because, you know, we had that responsibility in the past that it's the best way for, for that to get done is for us to handle it. And that led me to think about like, what does it take from you as leaders? What characteristics and traits do you really have to pull out of yourselves to be able to trust and let it go and truly empower your people? Mm-hmm. Right. I, I would say, obviously, trust, um, <laughs> compassion, and being open to a different perspective. I think it's hard, especially when I've been here for 17 years. Yeah. So, my big thing every week is we don't have to do it this way. Uh-huh. What can we change? What can uh-huh. we improve? And with COVID, that was the question every day. You know, how are we going to communicate more effectively? We have Zoom, Teams, cell phones, text, email, and sometimes you, you couldn't get your point across. Right. Um, so that face-to-face interaction is is important. And I was kind of going in a different direction. Okay. So I was, I might lose yeah. mine because yeah. this is what you were saying. I was thinking, you know, for us, it's interesting. We, um, because so much of what we do is on site, you know, and it's really about creating a long-term partnership with a district. Mm-hmm. Um we all know that our clients all have really different personalities and approaches, and especially within the education side of things, districts really have their own culture or way of doing things. 
And I have found really that matching our, you know, program staff with the culture of the district and the administration is the key to a lot of our success. And so they don't all do it the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, what works here doesn't necessarily work as well somewhere else. And so finding that match is key. And if I don't empower them to trust and guide what works at that campus or that district, we're not going to be successful. And I can't possibly know from where I'm sitting as well as they do. And that it goes back to that trust, Mm -hmm. but, you know, taking that, that lead from them and letting them feel that gauge. And I think those are all different approaches. They're in the same way of doing business and providing service and quality and all of that, Mm -hmm. but how you approach it, you've got to do it in a way that works within that environment. And, you know, the personalities at districts change too. Yeah. Leadership comes and goes, but you've got, you know, typically staff or faculty or students or a community where that's been there a long time and you've Mm got to, you got to figure out what's the best um, approach for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, to truly empower people, there has to be a sense of really strong humility, Mm -hmm. being humble and shedding the ego and Mm -hmm. all of the stuff that comes along with wanting to be right and thinking that the way that we, you know, do it is how it's supposed to Mm -hmm. be done, but truly letting people do it how they're going to do it because we don't always have the right answers and how we do it isn't always the right way. And like I said, a couple of minutes ago with that mentality, it is the unbreakable glass ceiling for our company. So truly just being humble and being like, I know that you've got this. I trust you. You're the right right person to do this. I think that's so true. No, we can't grow, right? I mean, if we're got our hand in everything, yeah. right, we're, we're just stopping everything Absolutely. from moving forward. So finding those right people mm-hmm. and putting them in the right Which spot. Which is, yeah, you get me. critical. It is for <laughs> sure. You, and you got me right there. So um, in culture, obviously it, it's, uh, we hold it so close right? mm-hmm. and it's, it's something that we protect. So when you're looking for a talent, you're looking for new people to come in, but you're also being super mindful of the culture that's already been created and that you want to maintain and sustain right. and improve. What do you look for in, in somebody new coming on your team? And I'll start with you. Okay. <laughs> Perfect timing. Um, I think as you know, and our experience with hiring Nicole, um, I, it's a like-minded individual that shares our passion and our purpose um, you know, you and I are very positive and I, and that comes through the moment you meet yourself. And, um, and so I think just knowing you kind of get a sense again, there's that intuition, intuition. that you just know this person's going to fit here mm-hmm. and they're, they're going to do well. They're going to knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Um, so that trust within yourself to know that they're going to make this team better, um, and it, and it's not always, they're exactly like me. It's, they're going to offer something that I don't, yeah. their mm-hmm. strengths are Ooh. better than mine. That's so that, good. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> so, you know, I look at our teams and everybody's a little different, but their strengths balance us out. Mm-hmm. So we can be these impactful, incredible departments and really move the needle. I get chills when you said exactly that, because that is an exceptional leader. And a lot of times people will want to have people around them that are maybe not as, Mm -hmm. you know, impactful or influential or whatever the case may be. 
And again, that plays into the ego. A sign of such an exceptional leader, Jennifer, is exactly that. Yeah. And it's it's, it's so admirable. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. How about you? What do you look for? Yeah, I think that fit, you know, that gut feeling when you meet mm-hmm. somebody that you you kind of have that synergy with and you can you can see it right away. I mean, yeah. you know in the first time you meet somebody if there's something there and they're going to be a fit. Um, the other piece, kind of taking a different lens, because I would agree with everything you said. I think, you know, we have, we're just such a diverse group under one umbrella. It blows my mind because we, we have a software, so we have, you know, more technology-minded, everything from programmers to accountants Mm -hmm. to construction people under one roof. And it's like, oh my gosh, those are all very different minds. Uh Um, And But they all bring something just incredibly brilliant and different to the table, which makes us work, right? Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that that part's key. And the other is, you know, sometimes you meet somebody and it's like, we've got to have this person here. And I might not have the exact role, but I know that they will bring incredible things. And so you start building, mm-hmm. you know, ways to strengthen your business around those people, you know, but I, I see it both times, right? Not that you want to do that all the time, but there's times that you're like, this person is amazing and what they're doing. And maybe, you know, like transferring from a different industry, yeah. like those skills that, that come over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working with somebody right now who I'm like, I've got to have you. I, the you know, unicorn. I can see yeah. you in three different places uh-huh. that are beautiful mix of these different things we do. Um, and you just know that fit is there. Um, so I think both those things are, are, are top of mind. And right now it's so hard, you know, finding that oh it's never been harder to find people. The right people. Yeah. The right people. Yeah, the right people. And you yeah. know, it's, it's a tough market. Yeah. I think that is, but I think that it's very cool to be able to have a person that you know is supposed to be in your place of mm-hmm. work that will support your culture and maybe not knowing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, but once they're in leveraging whatever their strength is and then, you know, building them up around mm-hmm. what their strengths are to fit into your culture. Cause it's backwards, right? It we have is. a position. Mm-hmm. We want to fill a position, right? So let's put the person in the position, mm-hmm. but Flipping the script. Yeah. And that's not always, you know, depending on the nature of what you're looking for, there's certain attributes you've got to have, but there's, I think when you're leading an organization, you are always looking for like that like-mindedness, right? And it's like, oh, I know I have a need here and I have a need here. I can see leveraging those unique talents Uh and putting this together. Absolutely. Just another way to look at it. Yeah. And I think conversely with people that are hired and maybe they're not the right fit for their position, being mm-hmm. able to find a place for them here because they are like-minded and they are, you know, pushing for mm-hmm. your culture and purpose and just being able to, you know what, this isn't working. Let's, let's move you to mm-hmm. another department or another position. Yeah. And, and seeing those strengths right. that you didn't see when you initially hired yes. them too. I think some of that for all of us comes out over time when we find our stride in right. a place that we you know, jive with. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I I can't remember. Carl shared a story with me about a team member that we have that was in a position and his, he grew, his strengths became whatever his strengths Mm -hmm. were. And we were able to put him into a position where we were to leverage those strengths. Mm -hmm. And I think that is unbelievable. Like not very many companies do that. They go, you're not really fitting here. Yeah. 
you know, good luck. Good luck. We'll see you yeah. later. Missing such an opportunity. Yeah. Right. It's just the compassion behind the leadership of this company to be able to go. You may have outgrown whatever this position is that you originally were hired for. Let's put you into something that you really fit here because there's value that you bring mm-hmm. to our culture and to our company. And I can guarantee you, I can't remember who it was, but I know that that person probably feels so valuable to this company. Mm -hmm, So it's just one example of just greatness. So as leaders of both of your companies, you are truly the culture keepers. (laughs) That's a good term. That's very true. (laughs) So how do you make sure that you're showing up every single day as a leader of your organization that supports the culture that you are committed to creating? Gosh, that's a good question. And I think, you know, where my brain went right when you asked it was back to that candidness. I mean, I think it's being real. We all have days that we're really on our game a lot more than others, you know, or the stresses of the business or things that you're facing or the celebrations, like you guys were just talking about. Um, I think conveying what's actually happening, what's going mm. on in that open dialogue. I think if that's, I mean, that's the culture I want mm-hmm. in our, in our company. And uh-huh. so it's obviously a reflection of who I am. Yeah, right? I mean, it would be tough to if it, if it didn't feel natural, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, if I was faking it, I can't imagine. Yeah. So I don't even really have to think about showing up, I guess it's, is as long as I'm being real and who I am, I, it should feel natural. Yeah. If it's not, then there's something. Yeah. It goes back. Catch, catch on so yeah. Oh, they do. Yeah. 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 They can it's catch hard to on follow when it's a leader. A real, genuine, but it goes back to the authenticity that yeah, you were talking about. Yeah, that's a about, real thing. Right? Yeah. Authenticity <laughs> and transparency and letting the team know that that's what they're, they can expect from you every mm-hmm. single day mm-hmm. without waiver. Right? Yeah. And I think you know, like I said, our culture reflects as leaders who we are as people. And I think it sounds like you guys have that here too. And and when you have that where it's not fake forced. or yeah, forced, yeah. I guess yeah. is a be- much better word. It really does flow. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about you, Jennifer? How do you show up every single day? So I think I, I with the right attitude, I'm mm-hmm. extremely positive Very. and, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I have fun. I enjoy what I do. And I think that shows, um, and I want people to succeed. I want, I want to see them accomplish their goals and Mm -hmm. help us accomplish our goals as CW driver companies. Um, and like you said, I, I hope I'm authentic. And I think, especially over the last two years with COVID, you know, I've cried on zoom. (laughs) I'm really emotional and you've seen a different part of people that you hadn't before. And that adds the compassion and the authenticity to you and what Mm -hmm. you're doing every day. And that uh, it develops the relationship between you and Mm -hmm. your team members. It's just a way for them to really you're exposed. Right. Yeah. And it's okay. Right. Yeah. And it's okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Be then they vulnerable. Feel the, and yeah. then they yes. feel comfortable. Exactly. And yeah. then that's when we really get to the point where we can start to have authentic relationships. Exactly. And that's where we can start to really be at the foundation of being like, this is what we're here mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. setting the why exactly. you can start to peel that stuff back. When you lead with transparency and authenticity, 
they follow. And that's why as culture keepers, it's so important to be showing up consistently mm-hmm. every single day. Cause they're going to follow what they see. They follow exactly what they see. Not, not so much what is said, mm-hmm. but the action behind it. We are out of time. I know I could sit here and chat with you guys for, <laughs> it's like, wait, I have this yeah, to say. I know, I know. I, know. <laughs> I really could talk to you guys for the whole day. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. So I thank you really for being here and to sharing, um, your successes and even like the challenges that we talked about as we lead cultures of empowerment, truly handing over that authority to our team members to be making decisions that allow them to know that we trust you. You got it. This is why we hired you. Do the thing. Mm-hmm. Do the thing. It. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's super clear that both of you lead your company with such grace and just excellence. And it's such a privilege to have you both here and to be part of your lives and your team. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed this episode. A couple of big takeaways for me was surrounding ourselves with the right people being authentic, and when needed, getting out of the way as leaders so our teams and businesses can thrive. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share. I'll see you guys next time.